Hiya, you're right. Welcome to Hiya, you're right. So this is a podcast about looking after each other and ourselves as health workers during the pandemic. So I'm Nikki Jones. I'm a mental health nurse. Um, I'm currently working with education and training. And I'm Sue Prosser, a social worker, also currently working with education and training. We both have a passionate interest in resilience and how do we get through hard times. In this podcast, each week we'll discuss our wellbeing strategies, our successes and failures, and we'll have a guest from a different area of the LHD share their tips too. So together we can share ideas to get us through. So welcome to the first episode of Hire, You're Right. So the reason we started or we started thinking about the Hire, You're Right um, podcast was I grew up obviously um, English and my way of kind of touching base with people is around saying hiya you're right and some of my colleagues Sue when I say hiya you're right was kind of like what are you saying to me yeah I'm fine but it's it's I guess it's my way of just checking in with people and checking that you're okay. And so what we kind of worked out was it's like saying how are you and so when you get that hiya you're right I did used to think why does something look wrong? Why are you asking me that? But we've kind of, it's become a shorthand now of actually saying, I'm not just saying, hi, how are you? I'm actually asking, are you really all right? How are you? Um, And so I think that's why we wanted to have this podcast because we really want people to be able to think about really checking in with each other, um, not just in a meaningless way, but actually in a way that that resonates and, and makes meaning. So now... It's interesting, sometimes I hear, Nikki, I hear you say, hi, you're right, to someone who doesn't know you very well, and I still hear that kind of almost defensive response, whereas now I just go straight to, this is the kind of day I'm having. She really wants to know, so I'm really going to tell you that the truth about, you know, am I all right, how am I, how am I travelling today? So, let me ask you this, Nikki. Hiya, you're all right. Actually, I'm a bit nervous, if I'm really honest, because this is the first time I've ever tried anything um, like this. So I will be all right as soon as this pod, uh, podcast is finished. And all I can podcast. get, yeah, all podcasts, and I can actually get my words out. So, uh, oh. are you all right? Oh, yes, Sue. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> no, are you all right? Am I all right? Uh, yeah, I am all right. I think like a lot of other people I've been talking with, particularly this week, I'm very tired And I think a lot of us are really tired at quite a deep kind of level. Nikki and I have been running a lot of training on PPE for COVID-19. And I think it's kind of in our thinking a lot more than we even realise. So my little example today was I sent a message to my daughters who are 20 and 22 and I got an answer back that just said, okay. And I looked back at the message, this was hours later, and I realised I'd written, instead of morning girls, which I always write, I'd written morning virus. (laughs) True story. And they didn't even say, mum, what are you doing? They just went, okay. (laughs) Clearly they're used to being called viruses. Okay, so yeah, I'm I'm tired and I think, are you tired? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think the other thing is there's a lot of pressure at the moment about not only working as health workers, but then there's also this kind of external media pressure about because we're not going out on the weekends and we're not socialising, that then somehow we must be all doing all this extra creative stuff. So, 
you know, I've got friends that are redoing all their photo albums and, you know, taking up crocheting and doing all this kind of stuff. And I think for us and our, our colleagues, we're just going home and sleeping. Like we're quite tired at the moment. I, I actually think, Sue, that maybe you should take up crocheting because I want one of those like tea cosy hats to wear for winter. <laughs> or a crown. Or a crown. Or a crown. Um, and I saw a, um, an Irish author, Marion Keyes, who just put this opinion out about saying, it was just a statement saying, it's okay not to be learning Mandarin at the moment. And that just really resonated with me because I thought, I, uh, I think as health workers, the, we're all working hard, even if it's not, even if you're not as busy as you think you might be, it, there's almost like this anticipatory, I don't know what it is, anticipa anticipation about how much we're going to be flattered and how much we're going to be overwhelmed. And it, all, it takes a lot of energy to manage that. So I think it's okay just to be, you know, getting through the day without actually putting that pressure on ourselves of learning to crochet. So I'm not going to crochet at the moment. <laughs> Maybe in the future. <laughs> Maybe. Um, did you want to say anything? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to really... Um, thanks for holding the mic, Sue, because I've sat <laughs> on my hands to stop them shaking. Um, <laughs> but I guess the thing that I've um, sort of realised with um, the training and what we've been involved in in the last couple of weeks is I think each and every human being on this planet at this point in time is feeling that little bit vulnerable. And I think it's okay just to acknowledge that and to sit with that and just just go with the flow as much as possible and reach out, reach out, talk to your friends, talk to your colleagues, families, kids, whoever, whoever's around, because um, uh, I think everyone's just feeling it at the moment. Exactly right. So if we think about what are our successes or failures in self-care this week, which is one of the things we're trialling out in this podcast, what would you think would either be a success or a failure of your self-care this week? Uh, I'll start with failures first. Probably sleep. I'm sort of waking up at the moment thinking about the virus and the training and um, who's turning up, any tricky questions, those sorts of challenges, because, you know, we are all being challenged at this time. One of the successes, I think, just having a sense of humour. Um, that's something that keeps me very, very grounded and and, and just kind of, even if it's, you know, I've, I've tried to distract myself from um, social media because that just does my head in. But I do look for funny memes and inappropriate stuff and humour, just anything just to kind of lighten the load a little bit. So, yeah. How about you, Sue? What about you? What have been your failures, successes? Probably failure would be similar sleep. The I think the success is one of the things I've been thinking about is being meaningful connections. So even though we're doing a lot of different things at the moment and we're out of our comfort zone, way out of our comfort zone today, thank you for <laughs> doing this, way out of our comfort zone. But I think having that um, uh, meaningful connection and relationships and, and um, really nurturing your friends at work, I think that's, that's been the success, that I think it's been great, that we've had a lot of laughs and, uh, yeah, we've had a lot of challenges, but we've been able to kind of laugh through those challenges. So I think not, not in a, you know, Hallmark movie way, but in a genuine kind of like, you know, you're going to be okay and we're going to get through it way. So I think that's been the success is building, 
building those um, friendships and relationships that work. So, okay, so maybe we'll move on now to our very first guest, Dr. John Scott. Uh, so thank you, John, for coming along. John has a, a long interest in resilience and well-being, um, which is part of the reason we've invited him, but also because he is working in ED at the moment. So both of those reasons make him our perfect first guest. So our first question will be, hello, John. Hi, yeah, you're right. Hi, you guys. No, I'm good. I'm good. I am a bit um, anxious, like you guys. It's the first time I've ever done a podcast before, but I'm hoping it's sort of a productive level of anxiety, and we can um, have a good discussion. So, John, we just wanted to ask you, and this is what we're going to ask all our guests, um, for some ideas about how you're travelling yourself at the moment and your own sort of well-being strategies, things that you how how you're kind of handling the generalised anxiety that's around, what are you kind of doing for yourself? Yeah, that's um, it's a really hard question, actually, isn't it? Because it's something that the situation that we're in at the moment is so unprecedented. Um, it's new for all of us. And so I, I think was, uh, I found my, I guess my response has evolved or adapted over the last few weeks. I guess the challenges that are presented to the emergency department and the whole hospital are so unique and so inherently anxiety-provoking um that my response yeah it's really sort of changed over the past few weeks so um and I probably actually what was interesting about that is I didn't really realize how anxious I was but it was in my response to challenges my behavior that I realized that actually that's not the way I normally respond so what were some little changes that you know you noticed in yourself that was kind of like a little bit of a kind of alarm that okay I, I might be feeling um a little bit anxious yeah, I lost my sort of chirpiness, I think, and um, I was I was probably a bit more snappy and probably slightly more argumentative, um, you know, with colleagues that, that I, I wouldn't normally be like. And then I'd sort of take stock and sort of think about the way I'd respond. And actually, I, I am – the word for this is I'm anxious. Um, and it I sort of took me a while to realise that. I think that's really interesting because I think a lot of people are maybe coming across as a bit snappy to their colleagues and – not um, not realising that, yeah, perhaps this is related to anxiety, that anxiety can be um, shown in lots of different ways. So I think that's a really useful insight to, to share with people and for people to have a think about as well. And so once you did realise, then what did you do? Well, I, think, I think I sort of had a look at sort of what the cause of the anxiety was and I guess really where that came from was going back a couple of weeks, we had sort of a bit of mixed messages. We had all coming onto the sort of the social media and the information stream, there's sort of a flood of really concerning news coming out of Italy and this horrendous death rate and how, you know, young people are dying and ICUs are flooded and, you know, being someone who's going to be on the front line thinking this is coming my way, but not at that point being very clear what our response was. And so, but with then, so then I sort of took a step back and actually had a look at where we're at and what the public health department is doing and talked to our senior colleagues and it was very clear that they were working incredibly hard behind the scenes in sort of galvanising what our response would be. And, you know, shortly after that, though, we've had a sort of a flood of information and updates and um, it's a pretty clear message about how we're going to respond to that. And we've, sub subsequent to that, we've now able to put a lot of those things in practice. So I guess actually what I did is I actually took a step back and realising that there's my role and there's the role of everyone else. 
So I'll focus on my role, which is doing the simple things well, and I'll leave the rest of it to them, you know, to the other guys, to the public health guys, to worry about all those things, because that's what they're doing, you know, working really hard to do. Uh, it's not something I'm an expert in, so I'll leave that to them, and I'll focus on what I, the things that I can do. I guess, yeah, it's coming back to your sort of locus of control. And I think the other thing that um, is important that you, you touch on, John, was when you talked about what you had control over. So really sort of taking a step back and looking about, okay, this is my role, this is what I can do, and this is what I have control over. And, you know, and that you mentioned as well about how your team's so important. Mm. And I think sometimes as well, you know, remembering you have got a team behind you mm. to support. There's lots of people out there with skills and resources and mechanisms to help as well. And I think if you've got a solid team behind you, it can really, um, you can take on a lot. Yeah, so I guess that leads into our next question, which is around um, what wellbeing strategies are, are being used in your team. And I guess we're not saying then that everyone's going to do the same thing, but we're just, I think it's great to get ideas about what's working for you guys and then what out of that, what might other people take as, as useful for themselves. So do you mind sharing what you guys are doing? So, so we've still got the meditation program going um, and that's been... You know, the, the the feedback from the staff is that it's more important now than ever, yeah. which is great. And we are still able to do it. So we still meet in the meeting room. You know, our sh chairs are one and a half, two metres apart. Um, and we take 10 minutes to look after ourselves because, you know, everyone really is feeling the, the anxiety at the moment. Yeah. And uh, it's such a powerful tool to help that. Um, and I think going forward, it's going to be even more more important. Yeah. So, yeah, we're still doing that and uh, and hope to keep, keep it running. One other thing that we've been doing to sort of... Um, try and I guess acknowledge people's anxiety um, is in our morning um, morning sort of handover ward rounds just before we when we allocate all the staff is just um, sort of checking in with the juniors um, sort of asking how everyone's getting on you know, how anxious are they feeling and then sort of just reiterating that you know to fight this COVID actually what we've got to do is pretty simple you know it's good PPE it's good ha hand hygiene and social distancing with simple things we can actually protect ourselves and um, so just yeah, just reiterating that hopefully is is useful in allaying that that sort of level of anxiety about it about everything, especially for the junior guys who are just starting. One bit we sort of like the, the personal resilience stuff. So you know, making sure that which actually we're in good shape. Yep. So um, so you know, trying to switch off a little bit from this endless news stream yep. because we get we've got lots of updates at work with our emails and things to stay up to date with. We try and disconnect with that when you're when you're outside of work. Right. And um, yeah, personally speaking, that's something that I found was the, really the most helpful. So I just had 10 days off, um, sort of came back last week. And when I was found I was getting snappy, was just sort of the Friday before I had my week off. Um, and I found that, you know, going into my, my time off, I was still sort of hooked on that sort of that information stream and, uh, you know, all, the, all this sort of dramatic information, checking the BBC website and YouTube and Facebook for all these sort of latest updates. And actually, that really did have an impact on me. I was actually quite anxious at home. I wasn't sleeping as well, and I wasn't enjoying my time off as well. And so I made a decision about halfway through just to cut all of that, and that was made a massive difference. Like, I really enjoyed my last five days off amazingly, and I've really sort of, you know, just, I was just much more present, I think. Um, and I just got to enjoy the simple things. So that's really the, the, the personal stuff. And then the stuff that we've been doing at work sort of in a way is just following on from what we've already had going with the, the wellbeing program, which is really how we look after each other. And it was really great. Actually, one of my colleagues came in yesterday 
um, with a, an article that he'd just written on resilience and how we're going to cope with you know, through COVID-19. And he is a really good little um, mnemonic, which was, are you okay? So resilience, which we've just mentioned, mm. U for unity, mm. which is, you know, actually just acknowledging that we're all in this together. Mm. The next thing was the O was openness. Mm. So, you know, actually, you know, I guess you know, putting a name to how you're feeling mm. and really thinking about it. Like when, when I was feeling rubbish, actually, yeah, I'm anxious. Mm. Yeah, why am, I, why am I being a grumpy? <laughs> I'm anxious. Yeah, that's what it is. And K was kindness, which is kind of, so they're all pretty similar. Actually, when I came back to work, I probably was a bit anxious again, and I wasn't myself when I walked in. And a couple of the senior nurses noticed that and came and checked in with me, or mentioned it. And then one of the one of the nuns came and saw me in my office and had a little chat and said that noticed I wasn't my, myself. And is those that's that's what matters. That's what it's all about, right? That's um, that is the are you okay? And actually noticing in each other that when we're not ourselves, and just knowing that, yeah, that this place has got your back. That you know, it's not somewhere to be afraid of. Actually, if you're not right, that they care. Um, it didn't cost anything to do that, but it really changed my day. Uh, so that was really nice. I think that if you can actually give an honest answer, know that the person who's asking you is actually wanting an honest answer, then that is, that's really, really powerful. So I think, you know, um, kudos to you and to the people that asked you for actually um, taking that step. Because some in some teams we know people know people aren't all right and they they don't acknowledge it, pretend it's not happening as if they're doing them a favour. So there are two things really: one, being brave enough to say, "Are you okay?" and honestly mean it, and then um, also to be brave enough to say, "Actually, I'm not travelling that well today." And then, like you say, what a relief it is to actually um, have that honest discussion. And then, oftentimes, you are actually a lot better. Just from having that discussion. And that's always been my um, experience when something's been tough yeah. and, I, and you think you're the only one experiencing that. And when you do actually open up and talk to someone, they've all been through it. It's a bit like a domino effect, isn't it? Once you open up, it's a catalyst for other people to open up. And, you know, so by you standing up and being brave can also um, encourage others to do so. That's right. There's probably 20 other people feeling the same thing. Yeah. The other thing is hard is because I'm a pretty touchy-feely person. I like yeah. to slap people on the back and high-five, and we can't do that. Um, and, you know, especially uh, that's the other thing that's been really hard, actually, in the emergency department is that we're all wearing PPE now. And so all that sort of feedback that you get, um, we're standing apart from each other. We've got masks on. You can't – it's really hard to read people now. So It, it, it really does um, impact on your senses, so your, your verbal, your visual and, and, and stuff. So that's another thing to be mindful if you're checking in with people that their responses might be a little bit different because yeah. they're, they're masked and gloved mm. and um, got goggles and all that sort of stuff, which does impact on you. You're kind of picking up on those little visual clues. Yeah, all that bo- sort of body language is lost. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and it's, it's tiring as well wearing it. So, yeah, yeah. so it's harder to do those things, but um, I think it's something we'll get better at as we go along. And I guess that's the other thing with all of this is that we're just being compassionate to ourselves that this is going to be something that evolves. Uh, we're not going to get it right at the beginning. None of us have ever been in this situation and like it will change and we'll get better at it. And so it's okay. Like, yeah. And we're, we're really fortunate also that we have got this head start, really. You know, like we're not flooded with numbers at the moment and we can like evolve our strategy. There's a lot to be grateful for. That's right. Now, um, we have an optional question. 
which is what is your creative talent and it can be real or imagined which so you you know you might actually be able to do it like clearly Nikki wants me to be a crocheter and I'm not and it's not my dream what would be your creative talent real or imagined yeah, I would love to be good at a musical instrument, but I'm yeah really like talentless. Yeah, yeah. I think that part of my brain never evolved. <laughs> Maybe I have time to practice. <laughs> so, is there anything that you wanted to share with us today that uh, we haven't got to? That um, I guess just that there's there's lots of sources for help if you are struggling, and um, yeah, not being a, not being afraid to uh, to yeah, ask for help. It's just really that's really important. There's, there, there is heaps of resources. You know, we've got the EAP, um, but the, the, the simple things first is just you know your, your mates. Um, that's where I found most of my things can be resolved. And if I've had to go beyond that, talking to a senior is always really helpful. But I think the main thing is is us. Yeah, that's what that's what we're going to through this. Um, so I think we'll just say thank you very much, John. Thank you, Sue, and th- thank you very much for doing this, guys. I think it's really terrific. It's a really nice initiative. Yeah, we've, we've tried to make it as um, light and entertaining as possible, just, you know, but it is important because your message that you share will resonate with so many people, and, um, yeah, it's important to get that message out to as many staff as possible at this time. Thanks for listening and giving yeah. this a go.